Hi, and welcome to La Vie Attaché. Change your thoughts, change your life. I'm Peggy McKnight. In today's episode, I want to talk about the imposter syndrome. It's a huge one, and it really does exist. And I'm wondering if it exists more today, even though it was developed and discovered or labeled, shall we say, back in the 70s by a psychologist. Um, I do wonder if now, more than ever, thanks to social media, it's more prevalent in people than it ever was. And yeah, it's an interesting one. So here's the scenario. Does this sound like you? Say, for example, you get a brand new job. You're really excited about it, full of beans because you were selected and the chosen one for this wonderful job or you thought it was going to be a wonderful job at the time. Um, Don't want to give too many spoiler alerts away. Um, So you go in thinking, okay, you know, this is a fresh start, a new opportunity. Let's go. And all of a sudden you start feeling like a fraud not okay, not good enough, all of the negativity just really starts to flood your head. Can you do it? Why did they select me? Oh, I guess they had no one better. All of the limiting beliefs and the self-doubt and the self-abusing starts in your head, right? You ask yourself why, looking for these reasons as to why they chose you, but not in good ways, but in bad ways. Like, well, they didn't have anyone else to choose, so I guess I was it. So you then start to create a reason, a target. If I had a certificate, for example, I'd feel okay. So you then work hard to achieve that certificate, but it still feels like you're a fraud, but with a little bit of hope because you know you've got that certificate in the back of your mind. So you achieve it, you've got the certificate, you have that momentary pleasure of feeling good about yourself and you've got that glowy feeling, but it quickly wears off. And the feelings of being not good enough and feeling like an imposter start to return. So you go back on the merry-go-round of feeling like a fraud. You're not okay. You're not good enough. And why? Why me? Looking for reasons as to why you need to put yourself down. And then you start to dismiss the previous reasons that you gave yourself, discounting all of the evidence like, well, it wasn't the right certificate or it wasn't important enough. And you just need that next thing, whatever that next thing looks like to you. You start to create reasons, a target. If I had a certificate or another certificate or another type of one, I would feel okay. And therefore the vicious cycle, the merry-go-round, the whatever you want to call it, this circle of self-abuse and talking down to yourself goes over and over and over in your head. And it just really is not very healthy for you or anyone, but more importantly you, because it is your life. It's what you make of it. And if you're always putting yourself down, then you will stay in a state of influx and 
basically you will have this metaphorical feeling of being in a black hole that you just cannot pull out of and nothing ever good comes of you or comes your way. Everyone else lives a charmed life but you and it's just your luck of the draw. It's your lot in life and just all sorts of negativity really starts to flood your head. And if you're not too careful, depression can set in as well. And again, that is really not a good place for your head, let alone your health to be in. Um, when it comes to an imposter syndrome, it also doesn't help when going back to the scenario of you've got a new job, you start to then justify, well, they only chose me because they didn't have anybody else. And I guess I was the, the better one out of the two. And the other individual comes on board who went for the position and starts to tear you down by making themselves feel better. And they're starting to look for things to trip you up or point out to you the error of your ways. Rather than helping and supporting you as an individual and appreciating, oh, you're brand new to this this department, this position, I will help you. They decide to destroy you because they really wanted the job and they felt that they deserved it more than you did. But something somewhere, the hiring manager or managers, because it wouldn't have just been one individual necessarily. A lot of businesses and organizations have panels these days. Um, so it's a collective decision amongst people. Um, and they hired you rather than the other person. So feel good about that. But what also complicates and impacts a person, especially someone who is trying to overcome imposter syndrome, when the hiring manager isn't really interested in you and starts bad-mouthing other people and you soon quickly realize that this is a very toxic department that likes to bitch about anyone and everyone whether it be to their face or behind their back they're just going to have a free-for-all all the time then that's not healthy either especially for someone with imposter syndrome it really does not necessarily destroy an individual because I believe that someone with imposter syndrome can overcome all of these negative thoughts that they have going on in their head. It's just how willing and able are they to do that on their own or do they need to seek out help and support of friends and family to help them along as well. Um, but it's really not helpful when you have a manager who is just as toxic as the person who didn't get selected for the position to really start coming at the new individual in a very bad and negative way. It just really doesn't show respect for the individual that they've hired. I mean, what does that say about the hiring manager? Well, they're not very good at their jobs because they can't make a decision um, and be able to be happy for that individual and want to support them all the way. Instead of which, they're happy to jump on the blame and complain bandwagon along with the person who has the sour grapes. And it just really doesn't do much for the reputation of those individuals, let alone that department, because it just makes for a very toxic environment that really gets nowhere fast. And it makes them a very inflexible and narrow-minded as well when it comes to wanting to lift and encourage everyone within the team and their development. Um, so that's the imposter syndrome. 
How do you overcome these sorts of feelings? First and foremost, if you start writing down all of your thoughts and keeping a journal certainly will help, but also to show gratitude as well to even if it is starting small, like I'm grateful that I woke up this morning, you know, start there. Why not? You know, Rome wasn't built in a day and these negative thoughts that you have in your head didn't happen overnight. So it's going to take a little while to start to chip away at these limiting beliefs and negativity in that's going on in your head or playing out in your head and replacing it with positive, uplifting and mind growth thoughts um, throughout the day. But First and foremost, start with writing things down just to kind of give yourself some clarity and a bit of space. It really does help to put your thoughts down on paper because then it takes the pressure off of your brain because you've written it down. You can then somehow step away from it ever so slightly to try and gain some perspective. It might not happen immediately. It might take you several days, weeks, months, years, but continue to do that. I would encourage you to continue journaling as much as possible in order to find that clarity that you definitely need. And to also understand that an imposter syndrome is literally all in your head. And there's always for one negative, there's always, always a positive side to look at things as well. It's as simple as do you look at the cup half full or half empty? It's as simple as that. So when you start to think that life is handing you lemons, go make yourself some lemonade and think about it whilst writing in your journal. Um, with regards to imposter syndrome, it also is really tricky when I've mentioned about management not being very supportive. What also signifies to me, it does really say an awful lot about the limited capabilities of that immediate manager as well. And also how fixed or fixed mind or narrow minded they are also. You know, do they really want to support and encourage you and develop you as a worker um, or member of staff within their team or did they just want to tear you down and if they want to tear you down you really have to ask yourself well why why do they want to tear people down there is something within inside themselves that they're not happy about that they are then trying to displace onto other people for example, a manager might have a private meeting with you and call you out or try to call you out, like implying that you're a liar about whatever scenario it is that they're trying to grasp at straws with, and it might take you by surprise. And in which case you really do have to question their management skills and abilities, meaning they don't really have many or very little and they've got a lot to learn about working with others and managing others because that is the worst way to conduct a private meeting with a member of staff. If they've done nothing wrong or you want to call them out on something that they've done and you want to correct their behavior, yes, have your facts. Make sure that they are valid current, up-to-date facts, not talking about gossip, not talking about hearsay, not talking about past history, things that you want to change and correct and help the individual with, you need to nip in the bud quickly 
and address it and move on with action points. So the individual knows that what they did was not what you were thinking of or expecting. And then these are the steps that we will work together going forwards in order to try and help you move forward as an individual as well. is far more positive than any negativity that um, or shade that the manager could be throwing your way because if they're more interested in listening to other people's opinions of you rather than getting to know you and understand where you're coming from then they're not worth their salt at all it's time to move on and find another job because it'll be very hard to get them out of their position and it's really sad when I hear that difficult or useless managers are um, promoted or employed up the 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 employment or hierarchy ladder it really disappoints me and, and saddens me because these are people's careers that you're talking about and it's just really not good when managers are just treating people like pawns in a big game when they could be doing so much more and so much better for the common good of the organization, let alone the individual and their own development. And it's just really sad to see and, and hear managers who've destroyed other people because of what they've done to them or said to them. And it's just really, really not on. It's not professional. It's just really not the way that anyone should be conducting themselves in the world of work. Life's too short, people, to be tearing each other down. We need to all be building each other up and and helping them to to be able to do that as well. Um, So imposter syndrome, it's kind of a double whammy if you've got a really lousy manager who cannot manage themselves out of a wet paper bag, quite frankly. Um, But somehow or other, by journaling, it's a step in the right direction that you need to be focusing on you rather than worrying about what your manager is not doing. So catch yourself if you start to blame or complain about your manager or the, the team that you've ended up with. Don't worry about that worry about yourself and focus on how you can get yourself built up and moved out of that situation so you can move on to bigger and better things because like I say life is too short to be worrying about all this petty nonsense that goes on within the working world but sadly you know it is the nature of human beings wanting to become the alpha male or alpha female within an organization just to exert a bit of power that they might think that they have i um was talking to a manager once and i had a really interesting insight into their their way of thinking and they were quite high up within this organization and um i don't think many people hated them but I don't think they necessarily respected them either because they knew that they were a a blamer and complainer Um, but it was really insightful when I was talking to them about an extracurricular activity they were applying for basically that one of their children had gone to a particular elite school in the area and they were applying for a position on the board And I suggested, you know, well, why don't you go for the top position? And they didn't see themselves in that top position. They saw themselves in 
being lucky to even be selected for the board. But um, I thought that was really interesting how they themselves had their own imposter syndrome um, and limiting beliefs going on in their head. And it was just, a, I viewed it as a really interesting opportunity to see an, a little bit of a window into their world, meaning inside their head of what they thought about themselves. And, you know, they didn't think very highly of themselves um, from what I could see and hear from this individual. So it's interesting how a senior person in a senior position within an organization doesn't think very highly of themselves. It now became very blatantly obvious to me how easy it was for them to bitch about others and complain about others because it started to make themselves feel better because they couldn't do anything or wanted to do anything to better themselves or their lives. And I found it really kind of tragic in a way because they weren't willing to catch themselves and pull themselves up and out and know how how wonderful a position they held and how grateful they should be. And I just didn't get any of that kind of attitude from them whatsoever, let alone any empathy. Um, so yeah, so seven techniques that you can do to combat the imposter syndrome. What do you think those might be? You can try to put in positive things into your life. So we're waking up, we are journaling. If that's the best time for you to journal or just, it doesn't have to be a a proper book. You might want just like a scrap piece of paper. Whenever those thoughts come into your head throughout the day, put it on like a post-it note if you have to, or send yourself an email at home or something along the, the lines of that, just to, again, just try and get it out of your head and onto paper or onto an email that you send to yourself. Just make sure it's private so nobody else uh, gets hold of it because quite frankly, it's none of their business what you're having to deal with because can they help? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But you certainly don't want it falling into the wrong hands that that they use it against you. Um, So basically, write it down and then also try and put in some positive affirmations throughout the day. So you wake up, put some positive affirmations in, write your diary of what you're going to achieve that day. Make sure you've got yourself some goals and guidelines as to where you're heading. Know where you are going to go. Lewis Carroll once said this very well, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. And that is exactly true. So you can head down a really negative road and end up being miserable, or you can change that around, find another gear, steer yourself in a different direction, and off you go into a much positive, more brighter, lighter future for yourself. So always remember about that. And just remember to keep moving. Movement really will help you rather than just being stuck and held in place by your negative thoughts that are holding you back in life and in your head. 
by moving yourself forward with positive affirmations and just the the physical act of moving will also help as well. And if that means just going for a quick walk and you are allowed to do so, then by all means, I would encourage it most definitely. So there we have it, my friends. That is overcoming imposter syndrome. And I wonder if you have any thoughts on this. If you do, please do share them. I can be reached at info at lavieattache.com or alternatively, I can be reached at support at lavieattache.com. This series, this episode was brought to you by join.lavieattache.com. It's all about pivoting and changing your life for the better. And it will help you tremendously as well. So until tomorrow, my friends, I no doubt will want to revisit this subject again and again, because I think it's a a really important one to be lifting ourselves up and forward to a lighter and brighter future. Until then, my friends, bye for now.